Leslie Calls Home. Hello and welcome to Calls Home. I am your guide, Les Cunnington. Thank you very much to Projector for the song I Am Shamed off of the 2018 EP How Does It Feel? Their Instagram is at Projector Projector. Thank you very much to D-Man for the wonderful logo, DuncanHasty.com or at FollowDArt. My Instagram is at CoolsHome for pictures and more. And thank you! Thank you! You're my favourite listener. I haven't told you that for quite a long time, but you, you're my favourite. And as my favourite, I would really appreciate it if you leave me an iTunes review, five-star iTunes review, or tell a friend, tell a friend about the show, see if they like it. This is Michael with Jonah about Lima. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very well. You? Yeah, yeah, good. All good. Good, good. Cold in London. Yeah, I am in a place called Juarez and it's warm. It's really warm. The sun is shining here, which is nice. Oh, well, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we just, we just, we've come from Lima to here and in Lima it's just like, at this time of year, just grey, super grey all the time. So it's nice oh, to... Oh, no. Yeah. Reminded me of home. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. We actually had a bit of a last of the last of the summer sort of burst, but I think that sort of ended today. Yeah, sometimes you get like a random little warm bit at the beginning of October as well. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed you actually get a little... A sunny, a sunny Halloween. Yeah, sunny, yeah. <laughs> Very unthematic of it. <laughs> What have you been up to then? How's life? Oh, it's, uh, we're having a frustrating couple of days, um, but I'll tell you all about it in a minute. But yeah, um, who are you and how do we know each other? Hey, you remembered it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I am Jonah. We met in Chicago in uh, the something something family hostel in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not, it's not a plug for them, clearly. Um, and yeah, we just spent a couple of days playing Yahtzee. Yeah, standard. Which, uh, yeah, has featured a little bit on this podcast, so I've been (laughs) pleased to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm also your packing guru. Yeah, the legend, Um, the legend of the packing wisdom. Since then, while I was traveling, people were like, oh, what did you learn? Like, what's some, like, great life skills? And I'd be like, well, actually... Do you want to know how to pack? <laughs> That's all. That's all you it's learned. It's been pretty good. How? Yeah, 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 yeah. How was the rest of your trip? Oh, it was insane, man. It was so good. So from, it was, from um, Chicago, you went, like, on the longest Chicago train Chicago went... Right? Oh, no, that was... Well, that was the sort of second longest one. Um, it was Chicago to Memphis, which was, like, 12 hours. It wasn't even that bad. That's actually. not too bad. Well, no. Oh, no. It's supposed to be 12 hours or even 14. It ended up being 4 p.m. to 
9 a.m. Mm. That's, yeah, oh, yeah, no, it was like, yeah, 17 hours. Yeah. And then I was all around the south for a bit. And then from New Orleans, I went, um, was what was supposed to be 36 hours to Arizona <laughs> and ended up being like 41 or something, Whoa. 42. That's obscene. Yeah, in one seat. Oh. With a large American next to me. Jeez, that that's too long. Like we did um we did a fifteen hour bus ride recently and I don't know, look at planning a bit ahead, I might need to do a twenty four hour bus ride at some point. But this is like the buses here are ridiculous. Jesus. The buses here are ridiculously comfortable. Like you pay for the good seats oh. which aren't too much more and it's like sitting in a first class aeroplane seat. It is weird with the train. Well, I mean, the trains are shit, <laughs> but um, when you're sitting in them, like I sat, my one to Montreal, I sat there for about 10 hours and I just didn't need to move. It was great. I felt it was really comfortable. Yeah, that's good. But then after like 41 hours, it's slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. That's too long. Yeah. We're, we're planning our next leg of the journey and it's like a big chunk of like, it's like three very long bus rides, but we're planning a potential day at the beach in between to break it up. <laughs> oh, be- yeah, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It is, sorry, I forgot to do, it is 2.25 on the 18th of September, 2019. Oh, two, okay, so what are you, six, six hours six behind? Six hours behind, so it must be nearly eight, coming up to 8.30 there. And you are in... I am in a place called Juarez, which is just north of Lima. Okay, very nice. Very yeah, nice. north of Lima. Well, Can't hours, say I've been. Eight hours north of Lima in Peru. Nice, very yeah. nice. I'm so jealous. I've always wanted to go to Peru. Yeah, it's been, we've spent a long time here, but it's been really, really good. Really, really good. We've had so much stuff to do here, which is crazy. Um but yeah, just as we're planning on skipping the northern section of the country, we just met someone that was like, oh, you should spend some time in the north. It's way less touristy. It's so much cheaper and it's just as nice. And we're like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> too, that's no worries. A little, little bit too late on that. <laughs> but, but yeah, next time. Next time. Well, yeah, do you, uh, do you want to know what I've been up to? Not really. Oh, fine. <laughs> okay. I'll see if uh, I'll see if someone no, 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 I'll see no, if I someone else. <laughs> yeah, should I see if my mum's free? Yeah. 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 See if she's about. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Go. I'm so ready. So story starts on Friday the thirteenth. Um, had a had a good call with my friend Fem, um, and then afterwards we were chilling. So we were going out this night. So we I haven't been out since Vancouver Island. Yeah, a good few months ago, but yeah. Bloody so hell. I'm travelling with a couple of guys, Aaron and Dennis, at the moment. They were they're a gay Dutch couple, so they were looking for a really good gay club to go out to. So they thought that Lima, being the ninth ninth biggest no sorry the fifth biggest city in South America, should have some good nightlife. They were right to be right. fair. Yeah. Um, so we were go- <laughs> so we, we we were going out this night. So we were just chilling. So because we weren't going out till late, so we had a chill afternoon. Met an American guy from Nashville, fitting lots of Southern All American right. stereotypes. Um, he saw me playing right. saw me playing Hearthstone on my phone and was like, "Oh, can you can you play chess?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I play. I play occasionally." <laughs> and um, so he like got the chessboard and. 
within like six moves, he was like, oh, you gone, you gone giving me the center of the board. You just lost the game. <laughs> and I was like, what? Okay, no, it's still early. He was like, nah, you've definitely lost. You've definitely lost with that move. And then a few moves later, I took his queen and then beat him. So, so, which I was oh brilliant! Which I was very very happy about. We At then, the moment, I'm imagining him like. Were you in the hostel? Yeah. I'm imagining him like walking into the hostel common room or something, and then I can hear like once upon a time in the west playing, and the, <laughs> like there's a camera on on his boots, and he like slaps yeah. down a chessboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, he then was like yeah i really want to play some poker do you want to play poker i was like i like playing poker but i'm not willing to bet money right now and he was like yeah. oh we'll just, we'll just play with like fake money so like there was a big pot of foreign coins in the hostel so we played and we um he managed to rope in lewis lewis who is the the manager of the hostel it was quiet and he was just hanging out oh my god um but yeah so we were just playing some fake poker which was good fun and just he casually Casually, accidentally referred to Luis as a Mexican, not a Peruvian. Quick, he quickly corrected himself, <laughs> but he definitely called him a Mexican at one point. And I was like, oh, this is, you're what's wrong with How America. did Luis react? I don't think he noticed, or if he did, he played it off very, very well. Yeah, he was like mid-conversation oh, with Poor some Lewis. of his other, other employees, but yeah, fucking rude American... Yeah, then me and Dennis went out for chifa, went out for some Chinese food for dinner. Very nice, stomach lining. Mm, very nice. And then, yeah, we at about 11.30, we went out to the club. So Aaron had done his research and found Toro Bali, like everything's okay, Toro Bali, which is, yeah, a big gay club in Lima. And like they, like they had said before they were like we go out for a few drinks and like you don't have to come to the club if you don't want to i was like no like why i'm well mm-hmm. up for it like i don't want to cramp your style being a straight guy holding you back <laughs> sort of thing and like i think we both felt as awkward as each other about it but no i, I went with them because i was up for a night out we like had a few beers before we went out so we we got into the club at about no so we left yeah got into the club at about 11 30 it was free. It's oh, so like a fairly biggish queue outside, but went quite quickly. Quickly realizing that we are very, very old, very, very old. <laughs> like, me and Aaron are thirty. Dennis is thirty-five, and like clubs are f- for kids, for young children. Yeah, it was. Why? Thank you. It was. A, <laughs> it was a very young crowd, and made us feel a bit old. But yeah, it was. It was free to get in. Um, bef- oh. before 12 but you could pay 20 and you get a free beer and you get a wristband for re-entry so basically if you wanted to go and smoke you had to pay for a wristband bloody hell we were drinking oh because then you don't have to queue again yeah okay, got it yeah we were drinking a drink drink called gin con gin which translates to gin with <laughs> with gin um, but yeah it's like a large measure of gin some like Angostura bitters, lime juice, and then lemonade. Something like a large, large Ooh. measure of gin. So, yeah, really sweet, very strong, and they're about £2.50 each. Oh, my God, stop. Dangerous. This Dan- is what I'm going to be needing when I go back up to, when I go up to university. This is what I'm going to need. Yeah, really easy to drink, but 
drinking that much gin, dangerous. Very, very, very dangerous. Um, but yeah, like it was quite a big club. There was like three main rooms. One that they called the electric room, which was playing like fairly like generic pop, a bit of cheese and some electronic dance music, but not as the, the sort of EDM I would have thought it would be playing. Yeah. <laughs> there was one that was like Hispanic hip hop music. Um, Latina Latina hip hop which was pretty good and the other one was like samba salsa dancing like I can't dance I can't salsa dance for shit like when I'm drunk I can have a bit of a bop along but like I can't salsa dance and there's no other way to dance to that music so yeah felt a bit awkward in that room because like all the all the (laughs) Peruvians can salsa dance and yeah I was just like like, we're the only white people in this club as well (laughs) So, oh no! There's also like oh god, Peruvian people don't shave their heads either. So I'm sticking out like a literal sore thumb <laughs> in in this club. A li- <laughs> um, and like Den- oh, Den- Dennis is really tall as well. And like so in in the bathrooms there was like little stickers on the mirrors that you could like they were like little unicorn horns that you could line up with your head. But they were, like, at chest level for me because the average height of a Peruvian is quite short. And Dennis is, like, he must be about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, so, like, we just stand out in this club. Like a squatting unicorn. <laughs> yeah. We really stand out in this club. Um, well, yeah, we ended up mainly in the electronic room because there was at least songs that we knew and could sing along to a little bit. Um, the, all the, mm. other, the other rooms were like super fun but like you know when you don't know a song it's nev- nowhere near as good yeah yeah no I do they had these um, so like early in the night they had drinks promotions so like the DJ would be like okay so for the next how, however long this drink's on offer go and everyone would just run to the Jesus. bar Jesus yeah, but like the system for the bar was there was a lady taking orders, taking cash and giving you a receipt. You then give the receipt to the bartender and they make your drink. And they make you your drink. Yeah, so... I think that's quite clever, actually. Yeah, I don't know if it's brilliant or awful. Like, you have to kind of queue twice, but I never really waited that long. It means the bartenders never have to handle cash. They just have to look at the drinks and make the drinks. Yes. Yeah, and there's no bartenders only focusing on the attractive women yeah yeah it's true that is when <laughs> i felt the sticking out i was in la at one point and i was on venice beach and the people i was with got lost and they had there was having like a big spanish dance party and like they were playing like daddy yankee or something and there was this hispanic guy and he like pointed at me and i was like walking along with my rucksack and i'm pale <laughs> pale as shit <laughs> like whiter than piers morgan pale as shit um and he just went Hey, white boy, flip it like a flip phone, twerk that booty. And I was just like, oh, oh, oh no. Like very British, like really sick. And obviously when something like that happens, you're like, you're like, oh no, everyone's definitely looking at me. And I was just like, oh. Um, and I kind of did like this weird, very British, like shimmy and then ran. <laughs> it was one of the worst. It was the worst moment possibly of my entire traveling experience. <laughs> So nice and nice yeah, and I, awkwardly I, British. I get you all sticking out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah. And like, I don't know, gay guys can kind of dance. It's a bit of a stereotype, but it's true. Like, I've, 
there's there's not a lot of difference between a gay club and a straight club from what I've learned. Apart from there's a lot of the men there are gay. Like there's also like ton of ton of women there as well. Um, lots of lesbians. And Aaron and Dennis said that's really weird because they said in Holland lots of lesbians don't really go out. The party scene is a lot more for gay oh, men. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, still great fun. And like we had several of the gin con gins, so feeling a bit more confident. And like I don't know, lots of people were like were coming over to talk to us. I think we were we were the tourist attraction at that point. Um, I met a guy, the tall, pale, bald man. Yeah, yeah. The, I met a guy, and he was like, "Wow, you're from England," and he named like thirty of the last previous kings and queens, like in order, and then named all of Henry VIII's wives. And he was like, "I just fucking love England, man." I was like, what the fuck? Bloody like, hell. The only person... Who... I could do the wives. I couldn't do... Yeah. I couldn't do the monarchy. Willy, Willy, Harry, Steve. That's it. No idea. Literally no idea. My dad... I think my dad still knows it, but he's like the only person that I know. And then when I told him that I was an extra in the Harry Potter movies, he just, like, lost his mind. <laughs> Lost his. I mean, so did I. To be fair, yeah, it's a it's a good fact that I like to bust out every now and then. But yeah, yeah, he just lost his shit, which was which was which was good fun. Um, but yeah, like having a dance, having a drink, and then because it was Friday the thirteenth. Well, we're well into Saturday the fourteenth at this point, but the night mm, out yeah, is gonna say is still technically Friday the thirteenth. They had like a horror theme, and like. That, well, that's what Aaron saw on the Facebook group. And I was like, it's not Halloween. It's not like Friday the 13th. Like, And I was like, what is... I, I mentioned it like, probably about 20 minutes before this actually happened. I was like, what is this horror theme? And then suddenly like, the music stopped. Everyone looked up at this like podium stage that was above the bar. And then there was like this horror drag show. So these were like zombie... Oh my lord. Zombie zombie drag women. And like there was the one the one that really freaked me out. She was like singing I can always love you. I I will always love you. Um but like dressed as a zombie and with the occasional really loud like scream in there, like shock scare scream. And it was just, um and it like Was this your first time at a gay club? I know, I've been to a gay club before, but... <laughs> for someone, for a straight man's first appearance at a gay club, you'd be like... You'd be terrified. What the fuck? I was kind of terrified anyway. But, like, the, <laughs> the climax of this performance was her... Like, she, like, had, like, a pregnant belly on, lifting up the dress, pulling out a fetus from her stomach proceeding to hit it over oh. a railing and then pretend to eat it. Was, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it turned really dark really, really quickly. Yeah. Also, really doesn't fit with Whitney Houston. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe like Man Eater by Nelly Furtado, but... <laughs> but, yeah, no, not, not the one. Not the one at all. Um, but yeah, the rest of the night was fairly normal. Got very, 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 very drunk. We ended up getting home at five, five in the morning. 
Um, so I, I had a hostel. Bloody I had a four-person hostel room to myself for two nights previous to this. So got in, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and when we left at like eleven, there was still no one in my room. So when I got in my room, I like stumbled in my room and turned the light on to find two more people asleep in my room. <laughs> so quickly, like, did the drunk shh? Like, no, you have to be quiet. <laughs> Took to myself. Shh, don't wake anyone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I managed to... I can safely say, though, I hated you, every person who was like you, yeah. who did that. I hate the people like that. It was my turn to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, then you're, and then you're that guy and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, the next morning I saw them and apologised and they said, no, it's okay. I stirred, but I didn't wake up properly, so it was okay. But yeah, I was in bed for probably about two and a half hours before I woke up, ran to the toilet and was sick. Classic. Lovely. Classic, yeah. And then this that repeated pretty much every hour, having a very bad stomach, sitting on the toilet and being sick in the shower. Classic, classic, <laughs> classic bile six. It, oh, it was horrific. Like literally every hour. So barely slept until about three. Oh, it was fucking, it was granddad's 90th birthday as well. And I was too hungover to oh. Skype him. I feel so bad about this. Yeah. This is, oh, this is terrible, mate. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Yeah. I think, I think Grandad would forgive... But was the night out worth it? It was really good. It was a re- I had a great night out. Definitely blew off some steam. I think Grandad wouldn't mind me being hungover and having a good night out as long as you didn't find out it was in a gay club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so where were you? Well, I was drinking gin with gay men. <laughs> uh, no, to be fair, for a 90-year-old, Grandad's not too too prejudiced against everyone. He is a little bit, because he's 90. <laughs> he's 90, but he's not too... He's not aggressive about it at all. He, whenever gay, oh, pre- whenever gay people are mentioned near Grandad, he does what I can only call a move like a teapot. <laughs> here's my handle, here's my spout sort of action. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that is... Oh, Grandad. But yeah, he doesn't... He's 90, it's fine. Yeah, he doesn't hate them. He just like does a little ooh sort of action. <laughs> um... But yeah, finally got to sleep about 3pm and sle- and then woke up at 7pm and was like, oh fuck, I wasted a day. <laughs> woke up, I had some noodles and some bread and then went to bed again by midnight and slept the whole night. Yeah. That is a classic noodles and bread. Yeah, line the stomach again, get some salt back in my system, have some carbs. Yeah, it was heavy. Heavy night, and yeah, all that gin, it just like burns, just super Gin, burns. yeah, it, yeah. it's one of the worst the next day. Yeah. Someone did say to me when I was, I can't remember where I was, um, and they went, and I was really hungover in the hostel room, and they had no, it was in, it was in New Orleans, and there was no aircon in the hostel. Oof. And this was June, oh, in New Orleans, so it was like geez. muggy ass. Swampy. And they, and I was just... Yeah, dying at like 6am and my friend had to get up to catch his flight and he went, oh, don't worry, just when you get drunk, what you're doing is you're borrowing happiness from tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I and like I was that. like, that is 
justifiable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that is purely evidenced in me writing my diary because Friday the 13th finishes with, we went to the club, and then I've written all of this in Saturday the 14th. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> it's like two day in one day. Yeah. Saturday 14th century is just, uh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Sunday the 15th, we... Still, like I'm old now, and I was still felt a little bit rough. <laughs> so Sunday the fifteenth, managed to go for a little wander. Went to some ancient ruins. So there's two ruin sites um, in Lima, Walamanca and Wakapuyanka. Um, but these are like 400 AD. These are older than Machu Picchu ruins that are preserved oh, wow. in the middle of this huge city. And they look a bit like piles of bricks, to be honest, but still fairly impressive. That is, yeah. Wasn't really up for doing the full tour, so kind of just walked around the outside edge of them, had a little nose. Um, Got back, had a chat with my buddy Jack, who's planning on coming out to meet me in Chile and Argentina, so starting to get some plans in for that, which is really cool. And then I I went to Kennedy Park. So Kennedy Park, about a mile away from the hostel, and it's famous for its cats. There's just, like, loads of cats in Kennedy Park. Um, They're not sure where they all came from, but about 30 years ago, the park was then suddenly just full of lots of cats. And, like, they're everywhere. They're just, like, sleeping on the grass. Like, near near a church, near Kennedy Park, there's, like, food out for them, and there's lots of them sleeping in this Are little, little yeah, gate. That's what I was going to say. They're healthy. Yeah, like, some of them look a bit dirty, but they look healthy. Yeah, they don't look mangy at all. But, yeah, there's just, like, loads As you of would. cats. So, like, yeah, me still feeling a bit rough, wandering around, looking at and stroking a few <laughs> looking cats. Looking worse than the cats. Yeah, yeah. Just stroked a few cats. It was very, very nice. Yeah, a nice relaxing activity. Yeah, we went out for... So Chifa, the Chinese Peruvian Chinese food, we eat a shit ton of it here. And, like, for me, there's lots mm-hmm. of options. Lots of ch- traditional Chinese options. So they have pollo limon kai, which is, like, lemon chicken. Lovely. Love a bit of lemon oh, chicken. Love a bit of lemon chicken. So we'd been... So this was the third time in five days that we had been to this Chifa restaurant. So the woman kind of recognises us by now. But then Aaron and Dennis are vegetarian. So he said, can I have the sauce from the limon kai, but with just vegetables? And she was just like, no, it doesn't. Vegetables don't, <laughs> vegetables don't go with that sauce. <laughs> just like flat out refused to make it for him. No, you cannot. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. Like ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous that she just wouldn't make it. But yeah, that's how it goes. Um, Monday the 16th, travelling day. So we chilled in the morning, packed our stuff, got an Uber, and then it was an eight-hour bus ride to to Juarez. Yeah, so... So how, how long have you been in Juarez? We have been here two days. Yeah, we've been here oh, about, okay. f- about four... Yeah, yeah, a couple of days now. So, yes, well, we arrived on Monday... We arrived on Monday in the evening. Um, so, okay, nice. but yeah, so it was, but we managed to book the the front seats of the double decker bus. So really good view. Like takes ages to get out the city. 
Um, but it's nice to see the city turn to countryside, turn to farms, turn into like sandy desert and then slowly work our way into the mountains as it started to get dark. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. Watch lots of Futurama and Workaholics on my laptop. Listen to some Love po- it. listen to some podcast like they had they have films on the buses, but they were in Spanish. Um so I can understand that most of it, but I just couldn't be bothered. And it was Aquaman. So I listened to podcasts while I watched Aquaman and it looked like such a bad film. <laughs> it looked like an awful, awful <laughs> film. Um Jason Momoa though, so can't can't all be that that bad. That is a man right there. Yeah, yeah, damn straight. Um I saw some tweet about it being it just being like when Carl Drogo drowned when Carl well, sorry for anyone who hasn't watched Game of Thrones. When Carl Drogo dies, so they just threw him in the sea and then he turned into Aquaman. I love it. What a spin off. What a spin off. <laughs> yeah. Um we then arrived in this we're staying at this hotel. I've got my own private room and it's seven pounds no, eight pounds a night. Private room, single bed, but private room with its own bathroom. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Um, went out for dinner. Really good. Yeah, really, really good. Like I, my budget for especially my budget for rooms is about a tenner here. But in America, we're paying like what? Yeah, between fifteen and twenty-five. Fifteen and twenty-five for a hostel room in America and Canada. Well, if you were lucky. I never paid £15 in America. I paid like 20 25 minimum. Yeah, for a hostel as well. I was yeah. obviously looking in the wrong place. Yeah, I know. And I came back and I was like, oh, like, I was so... I don't know how to have money because, like, I only ate one or two meals a day, blah, 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 blah. And I was just paying for hostels. And my friend who'd been in Southeast Asia was like, oh, yeah, and hostels are so cheap, aren't they? Only, like, £4 a night, £3 a night. And I was like, so what? no. No, it's different. It's, uh, <laughs> it's different. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. To their credit, though, they were very nice. I went. There was one which I went to was not the nicest place that one would care to spend a week, but generally they were very good. I yeah. Think. Yeah. A lot of the hostels I stayed in were very, very nice. Uh, so yeah, went out for dinner. Had some chicken, some barbecue chicken. Very nice. Uh, it was the only place that was open mm. at like ten thirty in the evening. Um, but yeah, Aaron and Dennis being vegetarians, like, I don't know, we, we, when we were back in Paracas a, a week, week or so ago, we were struggling to find some good veggie options for them. And Dennis saw one place serving just a plate of chips and he was like, oh, I could really just go for a plate of chips. And he's kind of been on about it ever since. So when we found this place, he was like, I'm doing it. I'm just having a plate of chips. <laughs> yeah. He was very happy. Just want a plate of chips. Yeah. Very, very happy with it, to be fair. Um, Tuesday, There's nothing better than a good plate of chips. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday the 17th, so got up, had our breakfast, stepped outside into the sunshine. Yeah, like I said, Lima just super grey. Like, wearing my hoodie most of the time in Lima, and you're like on the coast. So yeah, a little bit chilly, and yeah, stepping out here. So we've gone up, three. Th- so we're 3,000 metres altitude here. But it's way warmer and way sunnier. Oh, wow. The The town of Juarez is a bit of a dump, to be fair, and the buildings are a bit shabby. <laughs> and then, But then we found out why that is, because within the last 50 years, 
they've had three dramatic natural disasters of two landslides and in 1970 there was an earthquake that killed half of the people and destroyed 90% of the city. Flipping hell. So they've just been rebuilding constantly over the last... Destroyed how much, sorry? 90% of the city. Fuck. Yeah. So in the last 40 years, they've rebuilt nearly everything. Just insane. Yeah. So, yeah, but Wild Eyes is um, famous for its trekking. So... With, it's one of the one of the places in the world where it's got the most concentration of high peaked mountains, so there's lots of good good mm-hmm. trekking to do. Um, so Aaron and Dennis had heard about the Wyash trek, which is an eight day eight day trek around these mountains, like and you're camping in a tent. And so we went out. So today was the day we were going to find a tour agency and book it. So we're like acclimatizing to the altitude, and we're going around booking places. Um, so the first place we went to, the guy looked pretty like he knew what he was doing, but was definitely pushing a few shorter treks rather than the longer one. The second place we went to, woman didn't really know what she was talking about, so we didn't have any confidence in her. The third guy, really, really good, showed us all the like showed us a sleeping bag and an airbed that they use, seemed very, very confident, and yeah, was a very good salesman, and like we were like, yeah, that seems good. We went for a quick lunch. We, yeah, lunch, £1.50 for a two-course lunch and a drink. Very nice. I'm, sens- I'm sensing a big butt about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're getting there. You're getting there. So we got back and everything okay, and everything was fine and we were feeling very confident about man number three. Um, I had a chat with Millie and we are looking at dates. So on my way back from Rio, I'm going to go to Barcelona, meet Millie in Barcelona. We'll have a few days together there before we come home. So we were looking at dates, so I was getting very excited about that. Met Aaron and Dennis after that, and they were like, yeah, we looked up his company, and he has got the most negative reviews. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, no. he just had so, so many bad reviews that they were just like, I'm not working with his company because they're just too bad and they're too recent. So we were just like, okay, let's hit the street again so before we went out we like looked up a few more tour agencies to go visit so we're not just wandering around aimlessly um yeah the first one we went to was shut the second one we went to was like 15 minutes walk out of the city in the middle of nowhere in this very non-touristic place it looked like it was on it was pinned on the map as a a car garage and we were like, this isn't right. We're not here. <laughs> we walked along and there was this tiny sign above a door of a house. We knocked on the door and no one answered. Um, we, went, we went to one that had lots and lots of very good reviews and we were feeling very confident about it. We walked in, they had all the gear along the walls and we were like, yeah, this sounds great. And he was double the price. So he would have been £500 for an eight day trek. Which is just obscene. For eight days. Yeah, for an obscene amount of money. And this part of the world, that's just so much money for for campsites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went to another one, who like seemed very confident. It was a little bit expensive, but like not out of budget. Seemed very confident. Yeah, knew what he was talking about, and we were kind of like, okay, yeah, he seems like the best, best of a bad bunch. We went for dinner. Found another cheaper restaurant, of course. 
huge portions, very nice. But like we st- still at this point hadn't didn't have a decision, and we were kind of like pretty dejected at this point because we'd spent all day looking around tour agencies, yeah, looking for, and it. still no decision. So we were like, yeah, let's sleep on it. We'll wake up in the morning and we'll go. So yeah, we woke up this morning, had our breakfast, and we're like, yeah, still not. 100% but like we should go there ask him a few more questions and we'll probably book with him um, we went to a couple we went to go look at a couple more places before we went because they'd found a couple more places online the first place was shut like places just aren't open we're entering like low season and we think places either don't open every day or just aren't open because there's not many tourists at the moment Um went to another place who seemed very good but she said she wouldn't be able to organise it for what is now tomorrow um, and we were like okay no, let's just go Let's just go ask this guy he seemed confident we'll go speak to him, ask him a few questions and then we'll book it as we rounded the corner to, so he had like a little office in a hostel the building was being raided by police no <laughs> yeah. so there was like three police cars outside, lots of policemen standing outside. I like popped my head in to try and see if the guy was there, which he wasn't, even though on WhatsApp he said he'd be there all day. Another guy who we'd seen in the building came out and was like, no, 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 it's all fine, it's all fine. They just they just come around and check the documentation of the hostel every now and then. And we were like, no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like a few people coming to look in the office. This is people blocking stairways and like they were all over the the travel agent desk and like we were just like no fuck this <laughs> fuck this jeez yeah. i can just imagine like a huge like swat team style raid thing and you and your like red t-shirt just, like, <laughs> popping your head up being like hello can i book a tour please <laughs> where can i find the hiking office please <laughs> <laughs> god oh my so god so bad um so we then went for a coffee because we were like, we just need, we just need a moment. Um, me, me and Aaron were pretty much ready to just give up and just say, you know what, fuck this. Like, it's not going, it's not happening. Dennis was like, really, really wants to do it, and I completely understand because it does sound amazing. And he was very, very mm. like, I really want to do it, and we were like, we know, but like, look at the evidence, it's not going well. Um. <laughs> Where so where exactly is this hike again? So Juarez, so it goes just, through... just goes round a range of mountains near here. Like it's a few hours oh, okay. drive from here. You walk for eight days and do a round circuit. But yeah, it just like just couldn't find the right option for us. But yeah, so we were like, okay, what should we do? What should we do? Um, so I was thinking maybe like I said we we were like trying to decide what to do, but then just having a coffee. And then they were like, they speak in Dutch every now and then. They're both Dutch. They speak in Dutch every now and then. And that's not a problem because I understand that they want to speak their own language and it's not a problem. But then sometimes I can understand that the conversation's a bit more serious than it is casual. And I'm like, ooh, I still feel (laughs) awkward about listening to this conversation. (laughs) But yeah, so... We kind of were just like, okay, so what are the options? We could either do like a couple of day treks here or we can try and shop again. And we, yeah, we still hadn't really decided. And so basically after here, we head up into Ecuador and we take a few days of traveling to get to a place called Puerto Lopez, 
Puerto Lopez is really good for whale watching. And the earlier we get there, the more likely, oh, yeah. more likely we are to see very good whales. Well, and the more likely we are to see mm-hmm. the whales. The quality of the whales, I'm not sure about, but the likelihood of seeing whales. So, yeah. <laughs> the quality of whale was the quality of whales. standard. You know, we, it was, we did see the whales, but they were just nasty. <laughs> they were just them nasty whales. <laughs> <laughs> I found a skanky whale. They were, they were flipping us off. <laughs> they had tramp stands <laughs> Barnacles in all the wrong places <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, Dennis was basically like Okay, if we're not doing it We should do There's like a really famous day hike To Laguna 69 Nice Yeah But yeah, he was basically like If we're not going to do it we should, I think we should just do one day hike And let's go to Ecuador and we were like, oh, we could do... There's, like, options for a few-day hike. And we were like, okay, fine. So then, after we had a coffee, we went to one tour... Like, we walked past the tour agent, and we were like, fuck it, let's go speak to one more. Why not? And she was like, it's very unlikely that we can get a tour for tomorrow sorted, but we can try. Like, there's one guy who... I know one guy who's looking for it. So basically, if it's a group of four people, it's 1,500 soul. But if it's five people, it's 1,000 each. And we were like, that that is the difference between us doing it and us not doing it. Whoa. Yeah, that's like yeah. £125 difference. So we yeah, so we basically said, yeah, okay, so if send us a text, otherwise we'll probably make a decision where we, we do three days or a one day. Um mm-hmm. we went for lunch, still feeling a bit like, okay, well maybe we're not doing it, maybe this isn't the one. Um, went for an ice cream afterwards, which was very, very nice. And and now I'm here with you. So unfortunately, what flavor? I had chocolate, chocolate chip, and then maracuya. So maracuya is a fruit. It fruit. It's a, like about the size of a small basketball. You know, like mini basketballs, about the size of a small basketball. But it looks like green and scaly. Oh, it what? looks looks like a little dragon egg. Oh yeah, I know what you're. you're and inside about, yeah. it is like soft, soft white flesh of the fruit, and it's got some big, big black pips in it. But yeah, maracuya, really tasty, really, really tasty. Wassy. Yeah. So unfortunately, this story leaves you on a bit of a cliffhanger because we still haven't made a decision. Yeah. Um, I, oh, for the love of God. Yeah. So we at this point. So what we've said is. After this call, if we haven't heard from the woman, we're probably going to just book the lake, the lake one day tour, and then move yeah, on. Yeah, the whale watching, and then head up to the whale watching. Yeah, but if she, if we randomly get a text, we're going on an eight day hike tomorrow. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's it's all a bit, you know, yeah, it's all a bit up in the air. The Six moment. of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> yeah, you know? basically. Um, but yeah, do you want uh, do you want Spanish phrase of the week? Yes, I do. I've been listening long to these. I speak fuck all Spanish, but I've been trying valiantly. I got, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. And as usual, it, it's thematic the, with the conversation we've had. So the last one, when it was what was it? Draw two and put down one. Mm. And I was on my way home from work listening to it, and you said it, and then he was thinking about it and thought he said maybe take, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, it's draw! And I was in public, like <laughs> I was walking through a park on my way home, and I was like, it's draw too. 
And then, like, there was a, like, someone playing football about 20 feet away who looked at me like like a, <laughs> like a crazy person, which maybe I am. But yeah. I was like, it's strong, dude! No, I think this, oh is, this is the power of podcasts. I find myself far too often on a bus just, like, in fits of laughter because... In that moment, I am, like, only looking out of a window and listening to a podcast, and when something tickles me, I'm just, like, really laughing hard. (laughs) And the worst thing is, if someone was ever like, what are you laughing at? I'd be like, I really don't want to explain to you how ridiculous the podcast (laughs) I'm listening to is. There was... That's the dream, though. Someone will be... And then someone will just look at them, and they've got headphones in, and they'll just go, calls home, right? (laughs) <laughs> one day that's how you're, it's gonna hit off so one much day. i can just tell i'm not sure if i've told this story before but when I, I was when i was at work when i was working at sopwell house i my, with my with my phone sometimes if i am listening to a podcast and i pull my headphones out it will play like a second of audio before before the uh, before it mutes because my headphones have been pulled out. Oh yeah. And so yeah. I was listening to a podcast at work in a quiet office and there was to be lucky lucky there was only one other person sitting next to me, Emma. And I would I went up stood up to go to the toilet and pulled my headphones out and all you heard was Griffin McElroy going sexual encounters. And I was like oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no, that's embarrassing. Stop playing Fifty Shades of Grey. Stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Spanish phrase Spanish of the week. Phrase of the week. Spanish phrase of the week. Por cinco minutos, un vaso de whisky es cinco soles. Por cinco minutos. Oh my un god. Un vaso de whisky es cinco soles. The worst linguist in the world is going to get this. For five minutes, a glass of whiskey is five soul. You win. You win calls home. Yes, what do I win? Um, One glass of whiskey when I get home. But it has to be be drank in five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And and I have to give you five soul. Yeah, yeah. Good luck finding an easy currency yeah. exchange for that in England. For, yeah, just the five. Just for five. What is five soul? One pound twenty-five. Oh my! And God. these glasses were like big, like big gla- whiskey on the rocks, like full, full like tumbler glass. Ridiculous. Yeah, I was. That's what I was going to. Was my next question? How yeah. much am I getting? Like a large double measure, ridiculous, like unbelievable amount of whiskey for that price. But then like. Everyone would run and queue up, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm quite rich, actually. I'm not going to queue." <laughs> Look at the. I'm poor, better than this. Look at the poor people running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was yeah. It was a good night out. We're really, bad people. I had a great. Yeah, I know, but I'm okay with it. I, I don't think traveling's making me a better person, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm still just... What did you learn on your travels? I learned not to run with the plebs. <laughs> I was so like, I'm still me, just in a different place. Like, <laughs> I know who I am now. I'm all right with it. <laughs> I've found myself. Um, I'm appreciating things back home more, definitely. Like, just how 
nice everything is and how lucky we are to live in England because they're, yeah, but mm. it doesn't make me a better person. It just makes me more appreciative. Does that make me a better mm. person? Are you missing tea? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I'm a coffee drinker by nature, but I still enjoy a good cup of tea and there just isn't an option for it here. It, yeah, it was, even in America, it was awful. Yeah, but they've got a history with that, so I kind of understand it. Like, I think, mm, yeah. I think they just refuse to make a good cup of tea. So, <laughs> but... It, I I kept a tally. I had, and I'm a big tea drinker. I'll have, like, five or six cups every day. And I had five cups of tea while I was in America. Jeez. For three months. Good God. I, they I love... was like a junkie at the end. I was like... <laughs> Give me some fucking tea, man. <laughs> yeah, mm. pretty much. Don't know what is happening in the UK. What is happening in the UK? Well, lots of tea is being drunk, mainly by me. Of course. Um, I'm prepping. I'm about to leave for university in two days. Wow! What year of university so, are you going into? First year. How old are you? Nineteen. Fuck it out! I didn't realise you were that young. Jeez. Did you not know that? <laughs> I thought you were like I thought you were early twenties, but like closer to twenty five than twenty. I was 20. on my gap yard, darling. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, so yeah, you're the young people I was moaning about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually in that gay club with you. Yeah, yeah. You may have seen me running for a one pound fifty <laughs> glass of whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you bloody students would love a one pound fifty glass of whiskey. I fucking would. What university are you oh going my to? Lord, uh, Sheffield University of Sheffield. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, very exciting. What are you going to study? I'm currently uh, criminology. Wow. That's like yeah. that's like a proper one. It's a proper degree, that is. I mean, I'll be completely unemployable, but it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, surely you can get a, get a life of crime. Yes, I will be a criminal. Yeah. Does that not... Is that that's not the, what that's it is? The is, that dream. Not, is that not what criminology is? Six, yeah, my mum is very proud of me. Three years to go into organised crime. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, what? Oh, I graduated with a first. I graduated with a 2-1. I graduated with a criminal record for grievous bodily harm. <laughs> so, it, it, you must be pretty excited. I am very excited. Um, I'm currently just staring at boxes in my room and hoping that they'll sort of fill themselves with all the things that I need yeah maybe like a wad of cash would be wonderful yeah so you're gonna go live Um, in halls as well I I never went to uni but I went to a lot of my friends unis um oh nice basically when I said yeah I think I'm gonna go to uni and dad was like do you want to get a degree or do you just want to go to uni and I was like yeah fair point (laughs) (laughs) And that is what we call business management students. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, no shade to the business management students out there. So I, yeah, didn't go to university, but I then got a full-time job. And as soon as I had days off, would jump on a train and go and visit friends at universities, which kind of gave me a university experience of sorts. Without crushing debt. Yeah, without any crushing debt. Yeah. Yeah. 
which is brilliant. Well, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, Twat. <laughs> so, so yeah. Wow, you're going to uni. You're gonna you're gonna have the best time. From, mm-hmm. from what I hear, first well, year first year is pretty easy as well. First year, well, yeah, let's hope so. Mainly just um, turn up. I, I think I can actually out. Be- I can beat you on the drinks because there's certain clubs in Sheffield on a Tuesday night. 90p for a double and mixer or a pound for a pint it's cheaper it's cheaper than peru <laughs> dude like alcohol yeah, alcohol why do you go abroad, here? mate you could have just gone to sheffield yeah i know yeah for on a tuesday night it sounds great yeah exactly like travel across the world travel yeah. to the midlands yeah like. <laughs> I, can, I honestly can't believe how much alcohol costs over here i like Considering so many things are so cheap, like you can go out for dinner. Like, I don't know, the meal we had last night was just far, like soup to start, big main course with a side of rice in a Chinese restaurant is like 12 sol. So that's like three quid, which is a huge amount of food and a two Bloody course hell. meal but for three pounds. But like sometimes a beer, I've paid 17 sol for a pint of beer in a very fancy bar here. <laughs> Like cocktails are about fifteen, so they're about three pound fifty each, which aren't which aren't too bad. But yeah, like sometimes you'll pay the same price for your beer that you will for a three course meal. Oh god. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's still You're gonna shit yourself when you get home. Yeah, I know. I know. Obscene amounts of money. I was thinking about that going to Barcelona, and I was like, "God, that's going to be really expensive, isn't it?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing that going from London, like to the north or to sort of anywhere not that's not London. Yeah. But it'll be like it'll be great for me. But people who maybe live in like Sheffield who go to uni in London are just gonna yeah have die. No money. Yeah, and like I bet Sheffield's within the range of taxis being affordable, like. Yeah. They're just not really an option, sorry dad, in in London <laughs> to be able to afford <laughs> have a reasonable price for a taxi journey, but up north it's just really cheap. Yeah, I've I've had many a night where I've done like a two and a half hour walk just because I <laughs> was in principle against paying that much for a taxi ever. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sometimes you need that walk as well when you're a bit pissed. Yeah, the walk was to a McDonald's, to be fair, so yeah. all was well in the end. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad. Nice. <laughs> so have you, like, been and visited your halls and, like, are you ready? Do you think you're ready? I mean, mentally, I'm completely ready and fine. Physically, have not even started packing. Oh, so, so, yeah, so yeah, the boxes. We're going to see how that goes. You are literally hoping those boxes fill themselves. Yeah, no, um, well, I mean, I've put some books in a box, um, but that's it. <laughs> are you gonna, that's literally it. Are you going to work while you're at uni as well? Yes, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I've got like a sort of like temping agency thing for like bar work and for, for barista-y things. Yeah, that that's can, what you need. You... That I've joined for the, that I had for the summer. Couple of shifts a week. Pay, exactly. Pay yeah. for that booze money. That's all you really need to do. Pay for the night out. Yeah. Which sounds pretty cheap by the yeah. 
Well, yeah. Well, I drank so little in America. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> um, I drank less than usual in America. Yeah. <laughs> that um, I was a bit of a lightweight when I got back, so hopefully that will just carry through and I'll be a cheap night out for the rest of the year. Nice, nice. I think, yeah, your solid few months travelling will set you up nicely for for university. You'll be ready, mm. ready to meet new people. Yeah, no, I say I drank less. Actually, thinking about it, I really didn't. You, I know. Like you said, you went to New Orleans. Like I've been there. I know. I know. You. I got very, very drunk yeah. in New Orleans. I, yeah, that was a complete lie. Sorry about that, guys. Bourbon, um, Bourbon Street. <laughs> am I right? Oh my god, I had. Yeah, no, I went to Bourbon Street with someone. I met someone in Mississippi and then ended up staying with her. Hey guys, future Leslie here. Uh, a few edits coming up to keep this woman's identity a secret, but also be able to make sure you can still hear this awesome story. This amazing woman called Julia, who she was the head of. Actually, we may have to cut that out. I can't say that. No, tell tell me about her. I'll bleep. I'll bleep her name out. Oh, no, I just don't think she can really reveal her position. I'll tell you about her. I'll tell you, and then you can cut it out. Okay, okay, fine, yeah. She basically, she's the head of... A department of an institution that remains nameless, where you definitely shouldn't... Also moonlights as uh, a waitress in a pirate-themed absinthe bar. (laughs) Nice, nice. With, like, the full, like, sexy pirate costume and everything... Um, and we spent, yeah, many a night drinking absinthe in her bar. That sounds In her fantastic. haunted pirate absinthe bar. That sounds fantastic. But yeah, me and, what I was going to say is, the lovely woman who I was staying with called... Julia! Um, went on a night out in Bourbon Street. It was like the most weird experience the next yeah. day. Because we went out to Bourbon Street, and then we were all around the quarter, and then went back to her house and woke up the next morning and I kind of like went in and we turned on the news and the bar that we had been in the night before, there had been this huge shooting. Oh, God. Like probably 20 minutes after we left. And it had been this like crazy experience in the quarter and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in America. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit... That is mental. Oh, God. Yeah, well... That's really bad. I shouldn't, like, be like, oh, yeah, so see you at uni, bye. Um, there were some great times in New Orleans as well. <laughs> there was some... I had a wonderful drinking experiences. I, when I was in Mississippi, yeah, everyone in the South just drinks, puts it away. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like, as a British person, I had a reputation to uphold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they... then people were just, like, serving me, like... They say margarita. It was actually like ninety percent tequila and it's, like ten percent. It's tequila. Tequila with a lime wedge in that you squeeze in. Yeah, then, there you go. <laughs> like a margarita. And I haven't drunk tequila since my eighteenth birthday, when I basically had most of a bottle and threw up. That was like one year and ago, then... Jonah. You child. <laughs> I'm sorry, pensioner. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was, we were been like, it was Memorial Day weekend, so we'd just been like chilling in the pool basically for an entire weekend, and I was quite hungover, and we'd been having like Buck's Fizz all morning or Mimosas. Fancy. Um, do you know, do you know like, what oh, the difference is between, between a Mimosa and a Buck's Fizz? 
I mean, one's called Buck's Fizz and the other one's a lie? No, the, uh, the bu- a Buck's Fizz is one third orange juice, but a mimosa is half orange juice. So you'll be proud to oh. you'll be proud to know that the English version of Buck's Fizz is slightly stronger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, American wimps. Yeah, sorry, you were saying you were in a jacuzzi. Oh yeah, no, just it, oh, no. <laughs> we're in we're in a swimming pool. Okay, um, and and yeah, and we've been drinking Buck's Fizz all morning, and someone said, this was the most like American experience. I was like, oh, Jonah, do you want another drink? And I was like, yeah, sure. What do you want? Oh, I don't know. Surprise me. And they came out with, I'm sure, did you go to Subway while you're in the States? No, I didn't actually. The large drinks in Subway there are like literally, I think, just over a litre. I think they're like 1.1 litres. Same as the ones from McDonald's. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, and they're so big that they come in plastic reusable cups. (laughs) Yeah. And someone, and they came out and obviously people save these they're like actually quite good for like drinking water and stuff and someone came out and they topped it probably like halfway up with ice and then tequila probably like two-thirds of the way and then some pre-mixed margarita good and i was God. standing in the middle of this pool and i and i was quite hungover and someone just passed it to me and i drank a bit and i hadn't drank tequila in a year and i was just like oh uh-oh. you do not want to be sick in that pool <laughs> I was either like, yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be sick in the friend in the family friends friends pool. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't. And I'm I was fine, but it was a solid minute where I was just like, this isn't this is this isn't going to end well. This is going <laughs> to put a dampener on my entire gap year experience. <laughs> but it was a happy ending. Well, you survived. You did it. And you're ready to go to university. I'm quite jealous. Like I never, yeah, I never went to uni, but I'm sure it was a great experience. And yeah, I'm sure you'll have a brilliant time. You can come off and visit. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. When I get back, you and Casper. Yeah, I'd be well up for that. I need to get Casper on definitely. Yeah, you do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I've spoken to him intermittently, but I think he is he back yet. No, he's in uh, New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, last time I spoke to him, he was yeah. in, like, Fiji. Motherfucker. Very nice. I like, yeah, I, I know. I it's ridiculous. Like, like, I'm in bored. Peru, and I still get jealous of people, like, on holiday. Like, when you posted a picture recently, I was like, you're on holiday? Rap <laughs> <It's like, laughs> <laughs> bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. I know. I got... I got back and then I started work. I was working in a cafe basically a week after I got back. And then <laughs> I went on holiday at the beginning of September for a week. And I was like, oh, God, I've just been working for so long. It's so <laughs> nice to finally have a break. <laughs> and then and I mentioned, I was like, oh, it's so nice to be off work finally. And my sister was like, you've been at work for a month. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, but it feels like so much longer. <laughs> it's hard being me. <laughs> I was like, I know I was travelling, but I was spending money, so like it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, unemployed. It was a it was a hardship to spend money. Do you not understand? Fun, fun employed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was I was not unemployed. I was fun employed. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Well, Jonah, it's been great. Thank you very much for being my calls oh. home this week. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been pleasure, wonderful. A pleasure. Because when you're remembering the good times, 
You live a life in the past. To sign into the iTunes store. To sign in. To sign in. When you remember the when you remember the good times, leave me a five star review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm living life in the past. I love that. <laughs> <laughs>